This story falls under the category of commercial lines insurance. And the most common type of insurance policy that's requested by a commercial insured is what's called a business owner's policy, a BOP. And if you're a business owner, you may not even know that you have a BOP. Uh, but if you have a good insurance broker, they're going to look for that first. If you have a business type that qualifies, this is a great type of policy to have because it's written as what's called an all-risk policy, meaning that um, it covers all things unless it's excluded. And it's different than a named peril policy because it starts with covering everything and then excludes things rather than covering only what's listed. However, a BOP or business owner's policy also has some common exclusions. Some of these may be added back with endorsements, but these are the exclusions to look at. And we'll talk about a couple of them with a, a story about a real world case scenario momentarily. Some of the common exclusions you'll see for many types of insurance are things like nuclear hazard, military actions, war, uh, things like loss of market, where if, you know, for example, with the coronavirus, when if you were a travel company, if you had no market, right? Uh, other significant weather events like an earthquake or a flood. Um, and sometimes there's exclusions for technical items like computer system breakdowns or uh, computer malfunctions or software malfunctions. So if you need to have specific coverage for those things, some of them you can add back with an endorsement. Some things you can't add back. Usually nuclear or war, you can't add back. So one of the types of exclusions in many business owners' policies is excluded coverage for losses cover, uh, caused by rust or corrosion or decay. And in this case, there was a business who had two locations of their business, and their business resold items that were manufactured by a third party. And the third party shipped these items to these two locations. And at one of the locations, they also stored some rock salt to put on the uh, sidewalk when it had ice in the winter. And the rock salt somehow got into some of these uh, products at the location where the you know salt was stored next to these products. And unbeknownst to the um, business owner, some of these products were put back in storage. Uh, they uh, were put up on some metal shelving, you know, like you'd see at Home Depot, the big metal industrial shelving that holds a lot of weight. And over time, the rock salt ate away at some of the supports for this metal shelving. And what was interesting is this happened at the location where there was no rock salt because the, the, second location didn't have sidewalks that they had to de-ice. It was in a covered area in a multi-use building, so there wasn't that need to store the rock salt. But because the inventory had been moved from the other location, this rock salt had been transported and inadvertently been stored thinking it was inventory. Well, over time, a couple of the bolt heads and the, the posts and studs that held up these shelves slowly deteriorated over the matter of months and years because this inventory had become obsolete and was just stored on a back shelf. And eventually, one of the shelf ends failed 
and by itself wasn't a large catastrophe, but because when it failed, that shelf was also part of the support system that held up the entire rack system, came crashing down, it damaged inventory. Fortunately, there were no um, injuries, uh, but it did damage to hundreds of thousands in inventory and hundreds of thousands of damage to the storage uh, structures and the building. Uh, as it came down, it hit the wall and knocked out some studs and some framing. Um, there was a top plate that had been dislodged and, and pushed out where th there was even question if the roof structure was sound. So, of course, when this fell down, they put an insurance claim and the adjuster came out and looked at it. And when they found the cause that it had to do with decay or rust or corrosion, which is a very specifically excluded coverage, the adjuster said this is not covered. Well, the insured tried to change the proximate cause from, yeah, it was caused by corrosion, but it was due to um, the inventory being moved inadvertently. And they tried to place it under a different line of coverage. And whether or not it ended up being covered or not, it, the, the important thing to know is pay attention to what the list of excluded perils are on your policy because at some point there will be a story that you'll need to tell about a loss in your business and if you know for example that if you read your policy and it says rust and corrosion is excluded you'll think about the ways that rust or corrosion could cause harm or for example in some policies water damage from seepage is not covered you'll think about the ways that water could cause damage and the insurance company is not trying to to exclude coverage arbitrarily. You know, they, they base their premiums and their cost structure on known losses and perils. So the excluded coverages are there for a reason. It also helps you as a business owner to know what perils to really pay attention to preventing because they won't be insured. And in this case, rust or corrosion is one that isn't covered. And if you see that in your policy and you look around and say, what could rust? what could fail because of rust. Um, in this case, the inventory that was accidentally infiltrated by this rock salt, it was a chain of events. You know, the rock salt was stored at the first place. It got into the inventory. It was moved to the second location, put up on a shelf, rusted the shelf, falls down, damages the building. So f any one of the steps could have broken that chain. Thinking about the rock salt as a potential hazardous material, making sure your inventory is not stored near it, making sure if you're moving items from one place to another, what are you cross-contaminating, and also inspecting your inventory. Even if this particular product was obsolete or planned to be discarded or planned to be written off, it doesn't mean you leave it on the back of the shelf and don't look at it. Occasionally rotate your stock see what's there, find damage. Sometimes people rotate stock and find things that are valuable they can resell. Sometimes they find things they can donate and get a tax write-off. Sometimes you'll find a failure waiting to happen by rotating stock, or in some cases you'll even find you know, rodent infestation. So you don't wanna be the next interesting story that a claims adjuster will tell about the rusted shelf because you're preparing yourself for knowing what the potential perils are and the losses that may not be covered.